Here is the Holy and Unholy from two millennials balancing life, work, love, pregnancy, kids, and everything in between. Follow our journey as we learn and discuss everything we wish we knew before we did it. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sunday School. Today we have a special guest and she's here to talk to us about um, planning a destination wedding. Yes, my friend Maria, who is also half Mexican and Greek like me, is our special guest. We've been friends for a while, so I'm so excited to have her on the show today. Hi guys! How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to... (laughs) Thank you for guys for having me. <laughs> Thank really you for honored. joining us. <laughs> now we are still abiding by kind of you know the quarantine rules, even though um, the stay home order has been lifted. So we are still re- recording remotely. So we're all via FaceTime. So we're not doing drinks together, but we're doing them separately. Did everyone bring a drink? I got rosé, white wine. Oh, hey! <laughs> are you still, still doing? Water. Mo- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for you. You, I'm sure you need a drink by now. Right. It's been hydrated like, though. What has it yeah. been like 11 months? Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay. So can you tell us a little bit about your engagement, maybe your fiance? Yes. Uh, so when you guys asked me to do destination, you know, bride uh, podcast, I was like, oh, I'm so excited because our <laughs> engagement was also a destination engagement so like right off of there I was like oh I have to have a destination wedding I mean (laughs) you know no just kidding that's always been a dream of mine but so I've I met Lance five years ago now we used to work together (laughs) um so you can find love in the office just letting you know um so (laughs) we met about five years ago but it took us like so long three years we were like you know we, we liked each other, but we didn't want to be together. He had a girlfriend. I then had a boyfriend. And it was just like ring around the rosy. And so fast forward to 2017, we were like, okay, we need to be together. And we started dating in 2018. And I turned 30 last year. And I had, had always had this Spain trip planned. I had this like, okay, I'm going to go to Ibiza before my 30th birthday. And ended up being like for my 30th birthday, I'm going to Ibiza. So I started dating Lance. And we had been together for about a year and a half at that point. And I was like, do you want, like, we should make it a group trip. We're going to have this big old group. It's going to be fun. Party, party, island, party time, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to Barcelona. And then we had a trip to San Diego right after that. So, you know, we're, we had been talking about getting married a little bit here and there. Like, do you see each other? Do we see each other together? Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, yeah, we do. Um, so... He, and, but he did such a good job, y'all. He did such a good job. Like I had, like I was thinking, oh my god, it's gonna happen in Ibiza. And I was like, maybe Barcelona, and, you know, maybe because it's more romantic. But he was like, no, I'm not. No, we're not going. Like I'm not bringing a ring all the way over there. That's a lot to plan. Like I, that's true for your birthday. Like this is that's the way the focus focal point of the trip is your birthday. And I was like, oh, damn it. So then I was thinking, okay, San Diego. I even had like I have a girl that does my nails. I even had her. When I got back from Ibiza, do my nails for the for the pictures. I had yeah, I had already <laughs> had it like planned, right? So then, but of course, I had my nails done for Ibiza, so it worked out. And he did it like the first day we were there. He like you know he was like we're gonna go take some pictures for the blog, and uh, you know we had to get the right lighting, so we have to go at this time, and you know X Y and Z. Well, for those who don't know, Maria does have a blog, so this definitely would have been. A thing for her to be like, sure, yeah, I want to go take pictures. <laughs> I had no clue. He's like, 
at first I, we had been at the beach all day. So I had shorts and a tank top if you're going to go to dinner. And a nice and so tan. A, yeah. <laughs> so at night I was like for dinner, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have shorts and tank top. We've been out all day. Then he goes, are you going to wear that? And I was like, Sorry, what do you mean? He's like, it's a little casual. You're wearing, like, we're going somewhere nice. I was like, really? And he had, because he had, um, like, chinos and a polo laid mm-hmm. out on the bed. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Like, where are we going? He's like, oh, we're going to a nice place. I was like, okay. He's like, we're taking pics for the blog. Like, you're going you're gonna to take a pics in that? And I was like, oh, you're right. So I'm going to do my makeup. And then we go to this beautiful place, which is kind of far from where we were staying. And it looked kind of like, it was, it was a little sketch. I was a little worried. So I remember getting out of the taxi and I look into like this, it was like this overlooking this cove and it's this beautiful, there's like a yacht just like kind of like swaying in the waves, like around sunset. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. And I turned around, there's like this um, abandoned apartment complex. There's like chain links, like oh, fenced shit. all around it. Like there's, <laughs> there's like no street lights, like down the street. And I'm like, okay, we were pretty secluded. And then our taxi leaves us. And then, um, there's two, which by the way, in Ibiza, it was so hard to get a freaking taxi. Huh. Like, so we almost missed the sunset actually, which uh, like stressed out Lance a lot. And he thought I knew because he was like getting stressed that it was going to give him away. And I had no idea. I was over there posting about our first day at the beach in Ibiza. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so amazing. So we get there and I was like, oh my God, like it's beautiful, but it's also scary. And so Lance starts taking me down this road and I'm like where where are we going he's like we gotta go over there and I was like I'm wearing wedges like there's rocks over there I'm not walking down there and he's like yeah, come on and I was like where what what are we doing I was like why can't we take vlog pics over there like where there's people around this is a little secluded you know <laughs> so I still had no clue and so he grabs my hand and I could feel the adrenaline rushing and so I was like okay he's either gonna like kick somebody's ass right now because we're oh can I curse I'm sorry yes okay <laughs> Good to know. Um. So he finally takes my hand and I feel the adrenaline rushing. And that's when I was like, oh God, I think he's about to. <laughs> so he takes me a little bit late, like further down. And then um, I'm still at this point where it's like, where are we going? And he's like, look over there. And I'm like, I'm thinking there's going to be some like animals. I'm like, oh God, I don't do animals. I don't do bugs. And so I start running the other way. And as I turn around, I see the photographer go from one bush to another. And he was like, so I turned around and he gets on the knee and I was, he's like, I think you know what's going on. And then I'm like cracking up laughing because I was over here like, you know, bitching the entire time. <laughs> so, it so makes odd. it better though because like you're it, just like clueless. It's like a Mexican and Greek thing. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God. Because I started laughing. He's like, you know, like, is that a yes? I was like, are you sure? <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my gosh. So, it was funny because. <clears throat> what the reason I ended up having what well, we decided to have a destination wedding because it's always been a dream of mine. I've always loved Greece. I love being there. And it's just always been a dream of mine to be married in the Greek church and, you know, being it, it being there. And uh, I remember telling my dad, I was probably like 20 years old, um, and my cousin had just got married there. And she's half Greek, half German, and she's like lived here in the States. And anyway, she got married over there with, a, with another like American guy. And I was like, Dad, I want to get married over there, too. And he was like, well, you better find a Greek guy, you know. And I was like, oh. So the most part of dating Lance, and I was like, oh, my God, I really love him. I think I want to marry him. I was like, oh, I guess the wedding in Greece is just not going to happen, you know. And so we're walking after he we get engaged, and he was like, well, I guess we got to start playing the wedding in Greece. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, that's, that's always just been a dream, but my dad, my dad's not going to go for that. He's like, no, he asked me about it whenever I asked, you know, for your hand. <gasps> he asked your he was dad? Like, well, yeah, how he sweet! Did. He asked my parents. Yeah, that's very sweet. 
That's very sweet. Wait, so your dad is the Greek one then? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, so we're like exactly Mm -hmm. the same then. We are. We pretty much are. (laughs) Your mom like speaks a lot more Greek than my mom. (laughs) She went to Greek school. She made it a point. She made it a point to learn and talk to her mother-in-law. Isn't that sweet? Now my mom hates her (laughs) mother-in-law. She made it a point not to go to Greek school for that. <laughs> she didn't want to communicate. <laughs> oh man, no, yeah. My mom like made it a point to learn, and I mean, she's just, she's just, you know, she's a smart lady. So, so what did you think <laughs> when when Lance said, "Okay, we're gonna," you know, I asked your dad, and we can start planning the Greek wedding now. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" And I was like, "Well, let's just see. Like, if it makes sense, you know, to if it makes sense to have a wedding there, be like, what about all the people here, you know?" We started, we started talking about it. Like we had to wait costs because I really wanted a wedding planner. That was like the first thing that I started thinking of. I was like, okay, what, what goes into the cost of getting a wedding planner? Um, you know, I have cousins there. I have <clears throat> my aunt there, uh, both my aunts and they're very involved and you know, they're in their sixties. So they're retired. <laughs> they have all yeah. the time in the world. <laughs> so I had people there, but I was like, I really wanted someone who like, wasn't going to have an opinion, you know, wasn't sure. like. Right. You know, so I want someone like kind of what's the word objective, right? Overbearing. Like third party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who doesn't have any like, you know, so I was like, okay, let me kind of planner. Let's see how much that costs. How much would it cost just period? How many people do we want? Like how many people would actually come? Mm-hmm. So we started like varying, like looking at those variables. Well, I'm sure and you it- had to ver- factor in if his family would come, right? Yes. Yes. And so the first thing we did when we got back um, is he has like, a thousand nephews and a couple nieces, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think he has eight nephews and oh my two nieces. God, that's a lot. Yeah, he yeah. So it was one of the nieces' birthdays, and we had the whole family there. And so we just got back from the trip, and uh, we we're like, okay, so we're playing, you know, we're gonna play it. Like, actually, I think they brought it up. They're like, so we're going to Greece. We're going to Greece. Oh, so they already knew. Yeah, he told yeah. everybody, <laughs> right? And I'm like. My God, the trip to Greece is gonna be cool, right? <laughs> yeah. So after that, we were like, okay, well, it looks like I mean, his family. He's got he's one of four. Um, his oldest brother has five kids. His second, his then his sister, and she's got two kiddos. And then he has a brother, and he's got two. He's one that got like two girls. Um, so just like his immediate family by itself is like twenty people. So, wow. <laughs> right. I know the pain. And then, Huh? I know the pain. Right. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, okay, let's tweet with that, like my family. So we were kind of giving like an idea about like 80 people. And we're like, that's like really good. Because ideally too, I wanted something intimate. Yeah. Um, my mom is one of six. So she has a big family. But a lot of my, you know, my, I'm a half Mexican, half Greek, right? A lot of my tias are a lot older. I don't really travel. Um so like, we knew they weren't going to come. It's some like extended cousins who I really don't talk to. I'm like, I'm not going to have them come to Greece. Like I don't talk to them. They're the ones at yeah. the Mexican weddings that are like, oh my God, la vista is like in the dress. And let me take right? the, the arrangement with like, those are the ones that you don't mm-hmm. want at the wedding. Yeah. So we those were, were like, a few at my wedding that I had to tell them like, please don't take the floor arrangements until after the wedding's done. Yeah. Right? And exactly. 
at my engagement party, what I, you know what I did, y'all? I put, um, I spray painted like old wine glass, uh, wine bottles and uh, champagne bottles, spray, uh-huh. painted, spray painted them gold. And I put like baby's breath in them and like a rose in each of them or whatever, like hydrangeas or whatnot. And like I had a bunch of my tias and my pudding mask come for my engagement party. And I was like, Maria, can I take these? Can I, t- can I take two of these? I'm like, y'all, <laughs> this was like an art project for me. Yes, yeah, take it, get out of here. <laughs> no, but so yeah. Like, okay, you know, we're not going to have all these extended cousins and so then it turned into okay well if we had a destination wedding we'll have to see how much it costs because then we're gonna also have to have something here too yeah because y'all know people get you know booty hurt i have a question when regards (laughs) to planning a destination wedding and i may be getting ahead of myself here but when you Mm -hmm. plan one how do you decide like do you pay for people to go or do they pay for their Mm -hmm. own flight Mm -hmm. or how does that work so i think like maybe since it's such a far trip and like I mean we know how much the tickets cost um I think like maybe if it was like a grandparent that really really wanted to go I think special case we would have probably like you know guessed for sure but um I feel at that point it's like kind of like you want to go to Greece like we're getting married there so if you want to come <laughs> let <you> know? me <laughs> know okay <laughs> So you're not paying for anyone other than right. like if it was like a grandparent or a parent or a sibling. Yeah, yeah. Versus okay. if so it was like something like maybe like in Mexico or like Bahamas, something like that, where it's probably like, you know, probably not as expensive. You probably get a couple people there mm-hmm. to like somewhere closer versus degrees. Um, so I think if it was closer, it might have been like a different situation. Like yeah. we get some packages or things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So your biggest points were wanting a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. wanting to make sure at least your immediate family on both sides can be there mm-hmm. and what was your like other third major point um cost like if it made sense cost wise because I think a lot of us know how lucrative the wedding industry is here in the United States of America sure and, right you put wedding on anything and they're like oh wow seven thousand dollars and they're like what yeah That's one day yeah. of my life come on yeah um, <laughs> that's why I'm kind of jealous that you're like planning for a wedding planner because when I was looking at wedding planners for my wedding oh my gosh just for the day of I think I was getting minimum um quotes at five thousand dollars for seven hours right wow. exactly or like, like if super I had here mm-hmm. like super like not um experienced wedding mm-hmm. planners were quoting me at like two thousand but it was like you have to do everything on your own so it's kind of like well what the heck man it's like yeah. such a waste of money yeah, exactly. I feel like if this, if it were here and then it had a way, then the second, so the, so, you know, the first thing was, um, wedding planner, see if my immediate family can get there. If it made sense cost wise. And if it just made sense, like as far as like stress level, you know, because at the time too, when I got, when I got engaged, I was working, I, I still work in the same industry. Um, the company that I currently work at, I had left cause I, um, you know, for like, you know, monetary reasons you know I wanted to get promoted I felt like I wasn't being taken seriously so I left to another company but it was a lot which was great like I felt like it was good for my for my skill set but it was just weight was so demanding right so mm-hmm. whenever I got engaged I was like I need something that where I'm not going to end up in more tears than I already am coming home from this job um so I, I wanted it to make sense like because if I had it here, I would have probably planned it, a lot of it on my own with my mom, with my sister, you know, things like that. And we would, it would have been huge, mm-hmm. right? It would have just been this behemoth of a wedding. And I was like, <laughs> oh, do I want that? You know? Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Because then you don't, from um, what I, I've never had a wedding, but you don't even like have an opportunity to talk to, you know, all of your guests and you're just mm-hmm. so busy. Like the Eleni and I have had this conversation before where you're not even enjoying the party. You're just talking to so many people yeah. and taking pictures with people and, you know, mm-hmm. what a hassle. To all my <laughs> wedding guests, especially you, Maria, because you were there. <laughs> I hate y'all for drinking all the margaritas before we had a chance oh, to get so to the good. bar. <laughs> See, that's the thing too. Like, I was like, I do not want this. I do not want to be like, I don't want people be like wasted before I even come out, right? Or, like, Mr. and Mrs. Lester, and everyone's already like hammered. But that happened to my sister's wedding too. Like, one of her, <laughs> one of my brother-in-law's tios was like, he dropped over. I don't even know how many drops, how many uh, glasses of tequila he dropped. But b- before they like announced them as Mr. and Mrs. Garcia, he was like, oh, it's like hammered people were hammered that's funny so and that's the thing too is like this is the biggest day of our life biggest party we'll ever throw the most expensive thing we'll ever do so then we for what to walk around have to say hi to everybody we barely get anything to eat we hardly have any time to get together and then too like I hate how weddings end so early yeah me too (laughs) I'm like barely getting the party started at like midnight and it's a time to go. <laughs> right? Midnight, if you're lucky, shoot. I've been to someone who's at 1030. I'm like, oh, after God, party. <laughs> this is like, this is only my sixth glass. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but the day of your wedding, like, I, this might be different for you because your destination, but you're so tired because you've been up yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. And like the day before, it's like the rehearsal yeah. and like the adrenaline. And then finally at the yeah. end of the night, you're just like, it's 10 o'clock, but I'm ready to pass out. That's what, and that's what a lot of my a lot of my friends say too. And so I did go like I went to a wedding recently because a lot of times too, in like at the last couple of weddings that I've gone to, all of it, like his friends, which I was like, okay, this is the kind of wedding he's used to as well. It's very like segmented, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's always like this, 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 and you're running everywhere, right? And I'm like, sure. I don't want that? I just feel like really want to enjoy it, and I want to be with people who are really close to me because then I don't like I can say hi to everybody that day and not feel like I have to say spend oodles of time with them away from my wedding saying thank sure. you guys so much for coming I know this is like because from the bottom of my heart I, I know like even for my engagement our engagement party people came it was like right before coronavirus shut everything down so like from the bottom of our hearts we were so grateful for that so being there like I feel like with the people closest it's very intimate and so you're already like you're just basically having like this big meal with like all the people that you love most and that love and, you right and love us mm-hmm. so, yeah yeah okay so back on topic so then you guys yeah. decided it's worth it financially yes. it makes sense yeah i'm getting what i want so mm-hmm. what was your next step was it getting lance converted no so our, so our actual our first step really was finding a planner that actually made sense because there was a lot like also depending on where you get married i feel like like let's say you I mean, Mexico, people go flock to Mexico to get married, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bahamas, things like that. So there's already like a wedding industry there. So what was pretty difficult actually in the beginning was trying to figure out whether or not I was going to be able to find a reputable, affordable, and uh, good wedding planner over there. Since a lot of them, uh, since Greece is very much known for their islands, it was, you're really, whenever you looked it up, I, because I didn't want to get married on the islands or in, in Athens. You wanted to get married. I was just going to off- ask, where are you getting married? Yes. So we're getting married in Kyoto, which is about 30 minutes away from Corinto. Um, it's the little like area. It's like basically a little village where my dad grew up going uh, swimming because his, one of his uncles, my, yaya's, my grandmother's brother had a house there. So my 
my dad grew up going there. We grew up going there. And I just, it's beautiful water. I just love it there, right? So I wanted to find someone who is familiar with Peloponnesos. Okay. Um, so that's the area. It's south of Athens. It's like kind of like a little, it's its own little island, but it's connected by like a little sliver of land where the Corinthian, like if you look at the Corinthian Canal, that little piece of land co- uh, connects the Peloponnesos to the rest of the mainland. So looking for a planner was tough because I was like, I wanted someone who was uh, well-versed in the area because I was trying to like, yeah, you'll have a lot of vendors in Athens. You'll have a lot of vendors in the islands, but I was also worried about the kind of vendors that were in the small town and transporting it. And then I also didn't want to like, you know, get screwed because, mm-hmm. you know, I love Especially them. with you not being people, there in But they're person. a little corrupted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like some little under the table, passy pass. And then, you know what? No, this is my wedding. Like, let's be professional. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any family help you um, communicate since you couldn't be there in person, like try to figure anything out over there? Actually, so whenever we finally found the planner that um, we ended up going with, we decided to set up a meeting because I really wanted to meet them first. So my fiance and I went, and my mom, the three of us went to Greece back in December to meet with them. Which that was a deal on Instagram. You guys lost, or your passport expired? Oh, God. Oh, no, it hadn't expired. It hadn't expired yet. <laughs> That's so right. Angry about it. It hadn't expired yet, but the date we were leaving was in was within ninety days from expiration. Therefore, it was no longer valid. So, destination brides, make sure that's something that you look at. Yes, make sure you and all your guests are aware. Look up uh, your whatever your destination is, and look at passport regulations because a lot of places are different. For the for a lot of Europe, it's three months. A lot of places are six months. Mm-hmm. So six oh. months, good rule of thumb. If your if your passport is within six months of expiration, just get it renewed. Yeah, I would have never yeah. guessed. That would have been something right? I would have just not even thought of. Mm-mm-mm. So Next tip pod. one, thanks, yeah. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> so were you still you were still obviously able to go, right? Yeah. So then we ended up getting like a rush passport. We went a couple days later. We met with our uh, planners, but this company, y'all, is. So like, they're so perfect. Like they're really good. Like they were in contact with us immediately. We had a Skype call immediately, anything we need, like all hours of the day. I could literally, I, we, so. Do they speak sorry. English or is Lance just sitting there like, sure. No, they speak English. <laughs> and that's another thing. That's another big thing I wanted for my wedding planner was that they spoke English because then I was thinking like, oh my gosh, all his family is going to be there and we're going to have a wedding planner who doesn't speak English and, um, you know, photographers are going to be telling mom and dad, you know, my in-laws to go this way and they're not going to have any ideas. So that was like a big thing on my list. I was like, okay, you speak English, you speak English well. (laughs) (laughs) So they're great. Freaking love them. Um, it's a company that has like a couple different planners. And then whenever you, uh, make your deposit or whatnot, they assign you a certain person and I'm just like, I'm in contact with her all the time. WhatsApp. Yeah. You know, Penny, I sent you this. Da, da, da. Can you let me know uh, X, Y, and Z? And it's just been that once I, we hired them, we knew that was like the best decision for the entire wedding. Cause like even through all this mania that's been going on in the world right now, they have been so like, they sent me as Instagram message, like, Dreams can't be canceled. Whatever it's supposed Aww. to be is going to be. And you know, like, don't lose hope. Summer will happen. Like, they're just so positive, so amazing. They've been great. So, so if I can ask, price comparison-wise, uh, 
planner. Honey, y'all are going to be like planner in America. What quarter are, of the what cost. Are we looking at? Wow. Quarter of the cost. A fifth, sixth, maybe. Depending on what kind of planners you're finding here. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. That's good. Now, what about like photographers and stuff? What are the price comparisons? So <clears throat> there are so the wedding like the wedding industry in Greece is on the up and up. A lot of people are actually going to Greece and uh, I mean they've been for a long time obviously like in in the, in the islands. Um but it's on the up and up. So <sighs> beware of just for destination brides whenever you find your des- uh, your planner just kind of like be aware of the kind of vendors that they're using. Yes, they're using vendors that are reputable that they know are going to show up on time and especially in those kinds and other countries that's really important to know because like in Greece like there's some a lot of unreliable people that we know of just because like we we have a house there and they're supposed to come fix something and they they don't come or they take your money and they leave so we know that's really important but the vendors that they were using I knew for a fact were way above industry average I was like you cannot tell me my cousins who make 1200 euro a month are paying that much money it was more than here for like photographer and videographer together um like they didn't even include like drone packages travel fees because that was a big thing for us too was they were traveling from Athens to this town oh wow okay yeah which is about an hour and a half away from Athens so that's not a huge commute it's not it's really not but we so live in houston everything's an hour everything's an hour away from houston here so that's yeah. why it's nothing to us exactly <laughs> they don't get that either they're like oh more than 10 minutes where are we going this is out of the country <laughs> <laughs> well that's good to know so yeah as far as like overall cost then are you looking at like a quarter of what you would have spent in the u.s yeah even yeah. with the, the flights um Probably with the flights, probably it would probably be like a third of what we would spend here for the type of wedding that we would have here. Mm-hmm. You know, but also I feel like you have to take into consideration like you are familiar with the area, so you are familiar yeah. with like hotel stay. I don't know if you're having family stay at your house, mm-hmm. things like that. So that somebody else who isn't yeah. Greek or isn't from Greece would probably not have those benefits. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I do consider myself really lucky in this situation because especially in some of the dealings that I've had with my, um, with the planner, they're used to people not knowing. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So don't, so for destination rides, wherever it is in the world, do not let them take advantage of you because they're used to people not knowing and just kind of going with the flow. It's always, just always question be like, are these really my only options for photographers and videographers? I really think that there's probably someone better Lucky for me, I had another friend who recommended the photographer and videographer we ended up going with, um, which was a lot more cost benefit, cost, you know, benefited us better cost wise than the options that they gave us. So the videographer was recommended to you? Yes. So for any destination bride, uh, really just uh, don't take everything at face value because they're kind of used to people not knowing and um just that's the number one rule just don't let anyone take advantage of you now i had a question in regards to that being as everything is in greece and you're here mm-hmm. are you able to google anything and do any any vendors or anything like that come up for you yes. okay yes. i was wondering mm-hmm. facebook is a good tool so i don't know if that's like with it everywhere else but i feel like a lot like for greece i have a lot of facebook pages yeah <laughs> 
So it helps with kind of like Google, you know, weddings in the area that I'm looking for. Um, Google Translate might be good too, because once I Googled in Greek, I got more results. Oh, okay. So if you, maybe let's say you get, I don't know, I'm going to get married in Croatia. That's a beautiful place. Um, <laughs> or in Italy, where you don't know how to say something like, you know, weddings in like a really small town. Yeah. Maybe doing it in the actual language might pull up more results. So That's actually a really good, good tip also. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go good ahead tip. and go into a song break. I think Eleni and Maria have a good song they want to share. Hit it, Maria. Tell us what it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, the Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce Remix. Okay, enjoy. I'm a savage, had a tooth nasty. Talk big shit, but my bank account match it. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. Bougie. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. I done bled the block and now it's hot, bitch. I'm Tunji. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Okay. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Okay. Sassy, moody, hey. nasty. Hey. Yeah. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. guys enjoyed that i did i threw it back a few times <laughs> oh yeah you threw it in a circle damn <laughs> yeah i'm still i'm still a cool mom <laughs> <laughs> okay so getting back on topic maria um i know mm-hmm. we kind of touched on the vendors and things like that that you're going to be using for you know photos but what about your invitations how are you doing mm-hmm. that Mm-hmm. yes so invitations is a little difficult because again, right? We were gonna have we're having a destination wedding. We wanted to have a party here, um, so we were like, okay, we're gonna do save the dates and invitations for one group, and then we'll do the bigger group later. So then for the invitations, we're having people, you know, since it's a small, it's a lot of my dad's family is over there. Um, and it's a small town, a lot of them are close by. We're like, okay, we're gonna invite. Uh, from our family over there well a lot of them are from the from the village and you know greek english is not very well for them and i'm sure they would have been fine to just you know call us up and say hey this is where the wedding's going to be at but like we still wanted to have some nice invitations and we wanted to do it bilingual so i found this one woman um from california her name is Gardula Julie. press yes <laughs> yes i love her so much and I was like oh my gosh that's that's who I have to have for my invitation I'm so like, jealous right now I just have to say I feel really left out in this episode because both of y'all are Mexican and Greek and y'all just seem to be vibing and I'm over here like okay <laughs> you can only vibe with half of us yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but she says she has she she started actually doing her invitations uh she did letterpress and she started it from like her home. She as a hobby because she, she wanted to save money by doing her own invitations, both English and Greek when she got married. And she started this company. She's amazing. Um, so, you know, her and I were talking about the different prices and different collections that she has. And um, so she was asking about RSVP cards. And I, oh, I was asking her about RSVP cards. And I'm like, okay, well, how much is it going to be if we have this? Da, da, da. And she goes, well, it just... Also, too, she's like, do you mind if I ask, like, are you going to have, like, Greek people come to your wedding? And I'm like, yeah, we know it's in, 
in Greece. <laughs> and so she goes, okay, well, um, you could probably do RSVP cards for the non-Greeks and you don't have, to, you probably don't have to purchase RSVP cards for the Greeks because they're not going to RSVP anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, our, our guest count is one thing, but I'm hoping, I'm going to, you know, let's tell my planner is like, hey, we might have some cousins from show the Corio that are just going to show up. All right. You guys know this. I know it. Let's just take it as it is. Okay. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Horio is village. <laughs> I'm getting a language lesson here too. Yeah. <laughs> RSVP cards are definitely a waste of money. Hardly mm. anyone used them. Everyone that was ethnic did not send them back. Right? They don't need that. I was invited to a quinceañera recently and they RSVP'd for me. They sent, like, they included a little card on there that said, we have, you know, reserved two adult meals for you and, like, two kids. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess I don't really have an option. <laughs> so, yeah, they RSVP'd for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. My fiance just brought me wine, guys. Oh, sweet. That is sweet. Okay, Maria, tell us about your dress. Are you looking for it here? Are you looking for it there? How are you transporting it? What's the deets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's a big thing for, for brides. Like when you go dress shopping, like think about where you're going and how you're going to carry it there, right? Luckily for me, I already knew I wanted something very minimalistic. Like I didn't, I wanted something plain. I wanted clean lines. I knew I also too, like I think a big part of also why I, destination wedding really rang to me was I was so I'm like obsessed with finding the best deal for a wedding <laughs> <laughs> you know because like some of the when we started I didn't realize like how much wedding dresses were until we started going to look at these dresses you've never seen like, say okay, yes you've never seen huh? say yes to the dress <laughs> but I thought that was just like okay they're going to some crazy places yeah. <laughs> that so was like, just tv yeah right I'm not going there <laughs> So I was like, okay, no, my budget, my budget's going to be low. Like I want some, I basically like I wanted, I basically I want a tablecloth. That's just going to look like it's going to cut really nice. Like, you know, um, which also too was a big deal for me as far as getting it transported over there. I didn't want something with a lot of beads and lace that was going to be super heavy. And then, you know, I'm, I am traveling with my fiance and I'm going to have him carry my wedding dress while <laughs> to the area. Like and he probably will, but you know, I just didn't want him to have to because I couldn't carry it because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started looking for a while and we started looking for a little bit. And the first dress that I, like, I fell in love with, and it was a tablecloth, but it was for like $3,000. Wow. And I was like, goodbye, honey. All right. This is one day of my life. I'm never wearing this again. It is a tablecloth with some cute lines and it looks great on me, but I'm not spending that much money. <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> So I started looking at us and it was hard to find minimalist dresses, everything that they showed me. And I tried on everything because I thought, okay, just because I have this in my mind doesn't mean that's what it's going to be great on me and I'm going to fall in love with it. So I tried on everything, beads, lace, sleeves, high neck, low neck. Oh, that's another thing too. I wanted low back. I was like simple and low back, but I didn't want it too far up on my neck either because I did try on some like that and I didn't like that either. So I thought, okay, shoot, maybe I'm just going to find one in Greece. Maybe it'll make it easier. Maybe we'll go in December and just look at, for it then. And then finally, another friend of mine who's getting married in California found this dress. Exactly what I was looking for. Wasn't what she was looking for, but it was the dress that I, I was like, that's it. That's, I've got to have it. So I went to Weddings by Debbie. 
and they had it. And I was, I tried on the other ones too. I was like, maybe cause I was, I didn't have that moment where you put on your dress and you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm like, yeah. neither did my mom. She was like, you look beautiful. I love it. It's what you want. You look great. You know, I felt the same way. Right. You, did you cry? No. no. Everyone told me like, Oh, I cried. And I was like, I'm not crying. Should I try on more dresses? But <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't cry. <laughs> I think I just tried on so many, but I was like, I'm ready to find the one. But is it fun at the beginning trying on the dresses? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, yes. does it just get tiring? Yes. Yeah. Because like, after the, the fourth place, place, you're like over it. Yeah. Okay. We, the first place, we were so excited. We all had like champagne. Uh-huh. And we didn't find it. And we were like, okay, on to the next one. So we went to the next And then it's awkward you... when you don't find the dress yeah. because they're like trying to push you because they're salespeople. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. trying to push you on the one option that you're like, it's decent. And they're like, well, if you buy it today, you'll get 30% off. But if you don't, then I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they really, really, like, push you. And you're like, it's so awkward because I don't really like anything. And I want to see other options. But they make yeah. it so weird. Yeah. That and you just take countless pictures. And you look, you're, like, looking back. And you're like, oh, should I should I have gotten that one? Maybe she was right. Should I have called today? Yeah. <laughs> Maria, did they put the veil on you when you were like, oh, this dress is, like, somewhat, like, an option. <laughs> they would put the veil on you to be, like, the finishing Always. touch and you're just like this isn't even the veil I like right. <laughs> exactly I'm like is this all you have like, do you have another veil <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I ended up finding I found the dress and it's uh it's actually it's ordered uh, and it came in but I haven't gone because it came in at the end of February so <laughs> you know we don't talk about <laughs> Yep. Q in Cardi B voice. I know. Yep. So you got your invitations, you got your dress. Um, have you figured out um because you're say it? Greek Orthodox. Greek Orthodox. <laughs> so have you figured out um is your fiance converting or what are you guys doing with that? Right. So that was that was after, you know, he said, Hey, we can't marry like your dad was talking about getting married in Greece, like um I, we got back and my sister was like, well, you know, we got to find out if he can get married in the church. And so there are, we had to find out, we, had, we met with our priest shortly after that. And Lance was baptized Baptist when um, he was young, about six years old. So the Orthodox church will, um, will observe like Orthodox to non-Orthodox marriages if the other person has been baptized into a faith in the name of the father and holy uh son and holy spirit so it has to be the name of the trinity which we thought okay maybe baptist might work so then we were looking about getting married over there if you get married (laughs) in greece in the greek orthodox church they will make you jump through a thousand hoops and you have to get all these all this paperwork signed and ordered and translated it has to be signed like stamped it has to have a a, a, a apostyle stamp apostyle stamp ridiculous stuff right so <laughs> we we're like okay well, we I feel like I had to do that here though too that is true I think it's just the orthodox church maybe yeah the orthodox church yeah. I mean I had to get like approval from the archdiocese mm-hmm. and all that good stuff like well not, not me because I'm orthodox and I yeah. never knew anything else but Jacob did mm-hmm. so we, when we got our like marriage certificate it was like all through that with the side of father you know father guilt Mm-hmm, exactly. 
so with Lance, they're like, okay, maybe we can make it work. Like, we don't, like, because he was like, you know, I don't know. Because I didn't want him to convert unless he truly wanted to, right? I, was I agree. Like, I agree. Right? You never want and, someone to resent you later for that. Oh, exactly. So I said, you know, if you feel it. And he was like, well, you know, like, I, I feel like, like it's going to happen anyway, like eventually. So I feel like I should do it now, but I just don't. I don't feel it now. And I was like, okay, well, don't worry about it. Like, we, we can find your, you know, your baptismal certificate. We'll get it translated. You know, it'll be fine. Well, then his mom couldn't find the certificate. Because <laughs> I don't I guess, well, she ended up finding it after we started his catechism. But she ended up not being able to find it. And so we were like, okay, well, if she can't find it, then we can't get married in the church. And that's not happening because I'm getting married in the church. So, and he was like, well, you know, I was going to convert. I guess anyway. it's a sign from God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I feel like all Greek them. Orthodox girls, like none of them ever convert. It's just kind of like, you're going to marry us and you're going to convert or me and our children will be Greek Orthodox and you will just sit in the pew while we all get communion. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, we just don't budge. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like, look, this is, I mean, even when we started dating, I was like, mm, this is the deal. So, yeah, that was the uh, deal. I was like, this is the dealio. Like, that's probably why he was so prepared. If you prepared. don't want to do it, just let me know. Uh-huh, that's why he was yeah. so prepared and ready. Just, well, it's going to happen anyway, so I may as well yeah. just do it now. Exactly. Very prepared. And you know, a lot of Greek <laughs> girls always marry out, but, you know, we never convert. We never convert. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bring people to the church, and they take y'all out of the church, but they couldn't take the church out of you, basically. Amen. Like the hood, like you can take me out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of me. It's no. the same thing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so he's in the process, which is fun. It's actually really, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Like I feel not to interject but I mm-hmm. felt like when Jacob was going through he would ask me things like when he was first learning he's like well why do you guys do this and I'm like I don't know that's just the way you do it mm-hmm. and he'd be like well why do you guys do that and I'm like I don't know like don't ask questions you just do it right. and so when he was going through the converting process I was like oh that's why we do that <laughs> right like I've learned so much about the faith through yeah. his conversion where I'm like oh man this is benefiting the both of us I was like see this is what God wanted <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he's on his way to converting. That's awesome. Does mm-hmm. it's I don't know how Lance is, but is it like a six week process or like a month process or Yeah, so um we we reached out to Father Stelios of Galveston, the Galveston uh the Orthodox Church here in Galveston. Um he's actually my good friend Alexia's dad and um and I knew he was, he's really good. He's very, very down to earth. I know him very well. And um, he's really good at converts because he's very, he's very down to earth. Like Orthodox is a kind of intimidating faith because a lot of it, like you said, a lot of us are just, we just grow up in it. And it's, well, I don't know why we do this. That's just how it, we're very rich in tradition, but that can be very overwhelming to someone who doesn't, who's not from that. So um, I reached Especially out to our poor that, white boys. I know they ain't got, they have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> and then with this, with both of us, it's like they got not only Greek but like the crazy Mexican side too. At least they know a little bit of the Mexican side. I feel like the Greek is like eye opening for them. <laughs> it's a whole another world. <laughs> well, Jacob feels like he's Mexican because he grew up in Houston and Texas, and no, he's, he's like, Tex-Mex. I'm basically Mexican. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> he's Tex Mex, like you know, just like the food. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know fajitas. I'm Mexican. 
Oh, Lance, that's so Lance. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so he's, uh, we found Father Salios and he's just been great because uh, I really feel like he brings it down. You know, it's not some crazy science or whatever or not, you know, anything, but it's just, just how it is. And um, we've been doing FaceTime, <laughs> doing FaceTime meetings, catechisms with him just because whenever we started it, it was beginning of March and uh, mm-hmm. some things started going crazy. Okay, I have to ask. So how does Lance's family feel about him converting and, you know, this whole like rich culture and having to do it in Greece and basically doing it all by your family rules. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. How's so, uh-huh. your mother-in-law with this? Oh, you know, I've got to say, like, speaking of, you know, converting, I'm, I'm just so blessed. I am just so blessed. I don't know how other way to describe it. I'm just really, really blessed with um, the family that I'm marrying into because um, there's a lot of cultural differences and, you know, just in, in terms of like, we, we're very similar in the way we think a lot of times, but there's a lot of cultural differences with that. But um, his dad converted, he was, he grew up Catholic and ended up converting to Baptist, uh, Baptist for Lance's mom. And um, all his brothers are kind of the same way. It's like, kind of like whatever the woman wants, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So... You know, and his mom has been great too. She's like, I don't care if Lance gets baptized a thousand times, as long as he's baptized and saved, all that matters to me. And I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> so <laughs> That's great. That's good that you have the support that no one's judging you like, oh. <laughs> right? Exactly. So I was like, I was just so, so glad because I thought she kind of was going to be a little bit upset, like, well, what's wrong with, you know, being Baptist or, you know, if I was going to start some conversation otherwise, but she was so, she's like, I don't care as long as he's saved. (laughs) (laughs) Now you mentioned having to do some of the, the converting process over FaceTime. How Mm -hmm. else has the coronavirus affected the wedding planning? (sighs) Man, right? Like (laughs) he, the coronavirus is taking no prisoners. Um, so far so good, really. Um, I kind of actually had my first wedding meltdown last week, which I would say is a win because whenever it really didn't hit me until like, I, you know, this whole coronavirus was happening, but our original wedding, our honeymoon plan was to go to Italy. We're getting married in Greece. We're just going to hop on over to Italy, spend a few nights there. And then the coronavirus ended up in Italy. Yeah. And, you know, at first it was like, oh, it's only Northern Italy. It's fine. And then uh, a couple of days later, Lance is like, we should probably rethink our Italian honeymoon. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, So we we started with that. Okay. We're going to, you know, married in Greece and then a honeymoon in one of the islands for a few nights and then head back to the States. Um, so that at first was fine. And then once it all started going a little crazy, Greece actually shut their board, like closed a lot of stuff. Um, they closed schools, like one of the first countries in the EU to close their schools in the beginning of March. Um, they closed their borders pretty early on as well. And so once that started happening, I was like on WhatsApp with my planner, like, Hey Penny, what's going on? Like, should, when should I start panicking? Um, and like I said, honestly, they're so amazing. They've really kept, I probably would have canceled my wedding already if I didn't have them. Um, they're the only people like kind of really keeping me very hopeful. 
Um, but I think my first meltdown from last week came from, they ended up canceling my sister's flight uh, from Newark to Athens. But that makes sense, right? That's New Jersey, New York mm-hmm. area. So um, Athens has already canceled uh, their flights from that area, from New York for the summer. Um, so it's just Wow, really- for the whole summer already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So getting to uh, getting to Greece, you've got to go other places. Um, so I think with just like everyone, just playing anything right now is literally a fluid situation. It changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really, I've been really hopeful because I'm like, there's so much of the month, the year left, really, um, that anything could happen. And as we now know, anything can happen. So um, we really don't feel any at this point, any like urgency to cancel or postpone anything yet until we really have to. Um, so are you like dead set on 2020 or are you willing to move it to next year? So here's the thing too, is that the time of year that we're getting married, um, August is really good for, for Lance. Cause we, we both work in the same industry and we do a lot of, uh, we work, work in insurance. We do wind insurance. And so the biggest time of year is right before hurricane season, right? Everyone's trying to get their wind insurance before hurricane season starts. So really April through July, April through June is like heavy, like it's a lot of good business for him and he's out, out, out selling a lot. So we chose August because that's like a little bit of a lull in both of our industries and we can just kind of like relax and just be really like, you know. We, we can turn off our cell phones and not have to worry. So pushing it into 2021 would mean, you know, do we do it March, which is still kind of chilly in Greece? Do we, do we want that summer feel? So should we push it to May or June? But with that, that's like the busiest season for both of us. So um, we don't know. We don't know yet. We have plans A, you know, B through Z, but every variable is uncontrolled right now. Yeah. You know. Well, if it makes you feel better, I went in October and it was still pretty nice. Right? Good. So we were thinking, that's like our plan B is if we have to postpone it, we'll push it back to September or October, which is beautiful. It's still there. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm hopeful that you'll still have it in August. Me too. I want to see all the pictures. Thanks, me too. I'm keeping the face so, alive, you guys. Maria, let's recap. Mm-hmm. Give us mm-hmm. your best tips for brides, destination brides. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first things first, do do your research. Um, that's going to be the biggest thing. Like, does it make sense for, you know, if you want your family there, does it make sense for all your family there um, to get there as well? Um is it, does it make sense if they, a lot of them can't come? Are you going to pay for them? Like how does set your budget from the beginning, but also do your research to see if whatever your budget is makes sense for the destination you want. Um, which number two, don't be taken advantage of. A lot of these places are, um, they do, they want, when they hear American, when they hear you're American, they, they want to take money and it's, you know, they're just, they're just hustling. You got to respect the hustle, but don't be taken advantage of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next uh, tip really is for your wedding dress and like thinks about, think about things you're taking. So um, are you doing your own makeup? Are you going to do your own nails beforehand? How much, like how long 
before you get married. Like, for example, we were leaving a week before I get married. So, like, I literally have to have my nails done the night before I leave so that it looks fresh a week later. <laughs> um, same thing with hair and makeup. Are you going to do your own? Are you going to bring someone? I'm actually bringing someone, and we're paying for – we're actually paying for his flight. So, back to the, back, the question beginning, I didn't mention that. Sorry. Um, it, it slipped my mind. But we're bringing in someone to do my mom, me, and my sister's hair and makeup. He's, he's also my best friend. Um, so the price for the three of us to get our hair and makeup done by him, it's the cost of a plane ticket to Greece. So we were like, okay, find his ticket. So counter all that in before you decide on your place as well. Um, next, this is your day, really. Like, this is your day. So it can be whatever you want it to be. I know a lot of times destination weddings can be a little bit of a guilt too for people who are like like us who are with ethnic families, Greek and Mexicans. Like normally this is a big shindig, okay? 400 people. So you might feel a little guilty not inviting all your friends, but this is your day. So whatever you want to do, if you want to walk around and say hi to everyone and party with everyone, you know, because it's your wedding day, do that. But if you also want to go somewhere on a vacation with people who are close to you, you can do that too. And then just do something here. Like, this is your day. This is what you're going to remember. You know, people will have a great time at your wedding, I'm sure, and will remember that as well. But you are going to remember this forever. Thank you. I like those tips. <laughs> oh, Maria, so are you mm-hmm. traveling with your wedding dress in a carry-on or are you checking it? Mm, I'm carrying that baby on me. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. I would buy a seat fight. for it. Right? <laughs> no, I'm carrying that baby with me. <laughs> well, that is so awesome. Maria, will you share also all the vendors that you're using so we can uh, share that with our followers and listeners? Yeah. So um, my wedding planner is Poema. P-O-E-M-A. Like poem with an A at the end. Uh, they're based out of Santorini. Santorini in Athens. Um, they're amazing. They speak um, fluent English. They're great. Um, so they do more than just the little island. Like they do a lot of different islands. Yes, they do all the islands. They specialize primarily in the islands in Athens. Um, but a lot of since it's such a it's a kind of a big company. I think they have like ten planners. Um, there are, a lot of them are from all over Greece. So. Luckily, because when I reached out to them, I was like, hey, I know you guys do Athens and the Islands. I'm looking for Peloponnesos. They were like, oh, actually, we have two people on our team who are from that area. So, um, okay, cool. Yeah, they're amazing. So they're our, pretty versatile. Yes, very much. And they don't just do weddings. They do baptismals. They do any sort of parties. They do anything from tiny weddings to huge weddings. And it's totally customized to whatever you want and what your uh, style is. Cool. Um, so far, we only have our photographer and videographer, and that is Voix, V-O-I, and, and like their logo is an ampersand. So if you search them, it's Voix, V-O-I, ampersand, Noir, N-O-I. So that's okay. our photographer and videographer. And then our caterers are still, we're actually still talking about that, undecided. Um, the it's between it's called La Fourchette. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but La Fourchette. So it's uh like fork. I think it means fork, little fork in French. But anyway, La Fourchette and um intercatering. 
So two companies based out of Athens. And then everything else is based through Poema. They do everything else. Nice. And then everything else for you, you're just bringing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got your dress at? Um... Weddings by Debbie. Mm-hmm. How exciting. Awesome. I know. Yay. <laughs> all right, we're all going to do a moment of silence and a little prayer for Maria. So all of our listeners, do a prayer for Maria that coronavirus is over so she can have her wedding in August. Yes, amen. Thank you for coming on, Maria. I know this is a really touchy subject. I know. No, I honestly like love to talk about it and share with others because I know destination weddings, I mean, even after all this, people still want to get married overseas and they're actually becoming more popular. Yeah. So if you have any questions, let me know. Well, thank you thank so you, much. Maria. And that was it for today's episode. Thank you again, Maria, for joining us. All right, and we'll see you guys next week on another episode of Sunday School. 